society of it. Now, when it comes down to the selling of it, they're shipping and trafficking and people, adults, the moms, the dads, right there on Target commercials, right there on Walmart commercials. And you're looking at the people that are missing and they're smiling like they're happy, but they're going back to hell are actually adults. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein created this saga and this is what he is great at doing. He's great at kidnapping someone, turning them into a putting them in a dead celebrity's body and screwing the life out of them after he makes a ton of money off of their ass on his private little beach. So you have a private little beach full of celebrities and bodies getting screwed and nobody cares because they're supposed to be dead. And this has been a major market, a major market that he tried to blame on Oprah Winfrey. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's what I feel about that. And, and uh, this panda eye thing is, you know, the panda, 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 about an alien. Uh, it's important. Miami police clearing up some conspiracy theories about a recent invasion. <laughs> on New Year's Day, a large police presence was caught on video surrounding a mall in Miami. Perhaps you saw this. A video posted online claiming it was due to an alien sighting in that area. So what really happened? Look at that police presence. That's yeah, for a fight. Lot. Come on. Uh, police say a group of 50 teenagers started a fight after setting up fireworks, looting. The alien, in air quotes, in the video was really just a tall person walking. It was not. Who said that? 
Where'd that come from? It's according to police reports. Police did not say the alien was just a tall person. Uh, well, I said the tall part. The alien, no, said it was just a person, just a person uh, walking. A nine-foot person? Well, this does remind me of other stories where you guys have believed that, um, remember that story, was it Vegas, where yes. the aliens were in the backyard and then they got... Remember that cell phone video? That, Gone. Right. No video of it. Gone. And these, the claim from the Vegas story was that these 10-foot uh, creatures and got eight, into... Eight, nine, or 10-foot-like <laughs> human-like creature. Yeah, eight. is normal, so... I'm listening. The alien sapped her free will and scooted her off to the mothership. Well, that'll look good on the report. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to The Raw House, the preeminent podcast experience. I am your host, Hassan Raw. The date is January 10th, 2024, year of our almighty Lord. 
Like I said before, my name is Hassan Raw, the Pope of the Woke, the Beast of the East, spitting that truth through the mic cord like a vice lord, but black on black crime. We don't applaud. We just send the knowledge backwards so we can go. Time forward. Woo! Well, if the world ain't spinning off his ass, yes. Ass, yes. The world is spinning off his asses, man. What do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Earthquakes. Cat Williams. Steve Harvey. Cedric the Entertainer. Bernie Mac. R.I.P. Uh, 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 Puff Daddy paying out <laughs> Keefy D 750000 bail. Why do you put that out? They want to see who's going to pay it. <laughs> what else? Gaza. <coughs> Gaza is always very bad. <coughs> what else? What else? Uh, trains are derailing. Aliens have landed in Miami. Or did they? You heard the excerpts at the beginning from an episode of Miami Vice in 1987 called Missing Out. Starting to feel good. Jane Brown. And it's people getting abducted by aliens there. Yeah. Interesting. Also, Epstein files have been released. <laughs> and I ain't even got to go bother going through the names because guess what? It's the same names as your conspiracy theories had four or five years ago. How did that happen? As I've told you, conspiracy theorists is another word for I see the future, future teller, truth teller, uh, 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 not the media's perspective, you know, and I'm ahead of the time. That's what it sounds like, looks like when you're ahead of the time. But guess what? You should be expecting the people to be late. We're outraged. There's no outrage. Because Shannon Thorpe, he, most of my career, I live, skill, skill. Most of my career, I was tied in. But the Illuminati called me. I said, I play left tackle. Skill. Skill. I never my wild dream. When I come out with a country joy. One room shack. I never imagined. I want offensive line for Illuminati. Skill. Skill. Yeah, they put a pyramid in my booty, Skip. But when I went to the when I went to the ATM, Skip, it was all cash money. All the Jordans and man bags I could buy, Skip. And I got you two packs of dude. Diet dude. And when you put your head on the table, put your head on the pillow at night, just know, I get illuminated everything I had. That's right. A little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of pass protection there. From Shannon Sharp. Nobody talking about the Epstein list. I mean, it's the Cat Williams list. <laughs> yes, if you've been under a rock, Cat Williams went on Shannon Sharp's podcast show called Club Shay Shay. And called him a grown man Shay Shay. And he dropped a lot of tea. He talked about ritual sacrifice. He talked about niggas sucking dick for roles and jobs. Niggas putting on dresses. Huh? Niggas cock blocking real talented niggas. Now, we could just say he hating. He hating. He mad because he smoke crack or do cracky things. 
You can find video of him getting beat up by an 11-year-old in the projects after a soccer game. What? You can see footage of him at a Beanie Siegel show getting knocked out, hanging out with Suge Knight, stealing from women, all kind of shit going on, and wild arrests. I will tell you this. Cat Williams was in Mensa as a child. What I always say on this show, those smart kids they take away are always working for the team. Nothing is revealed before it's time. I hate to tell you, but Cat Williams' rant was authorized by King Arthur. We've already discussed how that word works. Yes, this is what you are allowed to know at this time. Let's focus on the niggers who are sucking dick for roles and keep away from that Epstein file thing. But you know the funny thing about crazy niggas like Cat Williams when they start talking, man. Uh, even a broken clock is right once a day. A broken human is right more than once a day. Trust me on that. And when I put his puzzle together, his broken pieces that make sense together, with another Hollywood brother who's been ranting and looking crazy, Orlando Brown, you know, a lot of that shit sound crazy as hell, but when you start putting it together with things like that you heard at the beginning, it kind of makes sense. If you step out of your five cents of disbelief that you've been programmed to by the media. This man is saying that Epstein is the doctor who knows how to put people uh, or dead people's souls into children and then people go on the island and fuck them. <laughs> Sounds crazy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I know there's more than just fucking little kids. <laughs> it got to be. It got to be. It's more depraved than that. Also in the Epstein files, esteemed physicist, scientist, and philosopher, Dr. Stephen Hawking, fucking crying from Ninja Turtles, was having sex with two little girls. What? Man ain't even got no dick. Probably just eating ass for four hours, eating 12-year-old ass for four hours in his wheelchair, having bitches peeing shit on him, eating little baby shit. Right, sucking a little dick too. These are the people you're supposed to look up to. Why is this important? You know why this is important? It wouldn't be that big a deal if these jokers didn't get on TV and tell little kids like me when I was a little kid. You could just get here by working as hard as you can and sacrificing. Hmm. You can be here. You just be focused and work hard and believe in God. But damn. Ain't that the cat calling the kettle black? Cat Williams exposed all that. He said their number one job is to act like they didn't sell their soul through the booty hole. <laughs> so that's why they get on there and lie to kids. You can just work hard. You work hard. You work hard, you will have a chance. The great Pat Riley says, hard work only guarantees you a chance. And in that chance, you might dance with the devil for a while. But did you let him put your dick in the book? We all dance with the dough. I put, I pay taxes to go bomb the shit out of little kids. I pay taxes for police to harass niggas that look just like me. So, and I could, I could protest that because that is foul. Well, I want my money. I gotta pay my rent, right? Shit, I got five kids, man. Classic nigger excuse for being a sloppy simp. But 
I've been listening to a brother recently on YouTube, Mr. Incredible. I always give shout outs and citations. I don't go biting people's lines. He says a nine to five saves lives. In the era where women don't want no regular nigga, you got to have money. Niggas is paying bitches to fuck in high school. And I'm not talking about a little bit of money. Y'all niggas crazy. High school is where the pussies, the pee got to be free in high school, nigga. What the fuck? Niggas living grown man life at 15, 16 years old. Because the music has told you that prostitution is the way. Sloppy prostitution. <laughs> yeah, we've been influenced to our doom, man. By these influencers who tell us just work hard and this and that. Ain't no regular people no more. But guess what? There's a blessing in just being a man, working a job, saving my little crumbs, stacking them up. Opening my own business, putting God first, and everything going to be all right. And whenever I see the devil, I jump backwards. Because whatever he got, God got something better. You dig? Did you hear the man say, the devil can't give no blessings? Yeah, the big ass illusion that he helped you. <laughs> there ain't no help coming when you got to put a dick in your mouth. That's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. Ain't no help coming when I got to put a dick in my mouth. Did I mention Leave the World Behind? An apocalyptic movie brought to you by Barack and Michelle Obama's production company. That's right. The best president and first lady you ever had. And what's the first movie they give you? Something positive or awe-inspiring? It looks like a hate letter to America and America's people. I mean, just right-wing fodder given to you by Mike, I mean Michelle, and Barack H. You know, my first movie for Netflix... I wanted to be about an apocalyptic scenario everybody's a real douchebag. And we're going to steal a, a great conversation from a man named Aaron Russo. Uh-oh. Google Aaron Russo right now. To get your mind right, players. We going deep. But the soul sellers get on TV knowing they sucking dick. And bending over. And for years, people say, you hey, get money, you mad. Niggas be doing free lawyer work for dick suckers. And a nigga came and told you, flat and plain, what the game is. Niggas wearing dresses to avoid the messes of a nine-to-five work freak. But to quote that brother, a nine-to-five save lives. Forget about joining the game. Anytime you got to get initiated, you getting fucked. <laughs> you already got initiated into the best thing ever Life You came out of pussy There was blood Screaming Ah And here you are You weren't even exist And inside your mother's time portal You manifest and come through to this This crazy reality And you've been here before Come on She brought somebody back from the future You already been initiated Through blood Through the merging Of two families Through the yin and the yang You've already been brought through but they gotta, anytime they got to bring you through the fire again, you getting fucked, literally and figuratively. Nine to five will save your life. Ain't nothing wrong being a regular ass man and stacking your money. Nothing. No matter what they told you on TV. That's why them people get up there and say, oh, I wish I could go back to working in McDonald's in my hometown. And you, your broke ass, say, you lying. Yeah, but, you know, you in the ghetto right now, but you don't have a memory 
of 12 executives stuffing their dick in your mouth every day for a week until you got your job. You don't have that memory in your head. You don't got to drink that memory out your head. You already got bad memories from the ghetto. Funny thing about bad memories in the ghetto, they pile up so much you forget them shits. With that one time you suck a dick, it just sit there like a turd in a punch bowl. That one time you let the flat slovenly studio executive suck your dick, it just sit there like a turd in the punch bowl. That's why you be drinking and popping them mollies. Confirmed. We're above ground with it now. Don't pretend you didn't hear the man tell you. You've heard Kanye West do this rant too. But I tell you, these people... First thing I do when I hear this, I say, I know you're ready to die now. <laughs> I want to give a shout out though. And I ain't even get into my topics yet. I want to give a shout out to all the OG, what you call conspiracy theorists, who prophesied about this time right here. There's one particular brother I used to listen to on YouTube. He, he jumped off YouTube before YouTube could ban him. His name is Yash Kara. A Israelite brother. And you know what? I don't agree with him on everything. Like this whole black Indian thing he on now. But the brother was 100% right on. He called this time. Long, 15, 16, 17 years ago, he had a documentary called Black Hollywood. We talked about all these dudes are fucking each other up the butt. But he said the Most High will bring their reign to a mighty end. All those who have done the backdoor deals will get revealed and they'll be out there like they're the ones really doing this shit. This is low-hanging fruit, by the way. Just like R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, these are the low-level abusers, believe it or not. But we forgot we niggas. We forgot we niggas. I look at Jonathan Major's sassy ass and I said, I can't say for fact, but he probably suck a few dicks. And, he, and the way he moving, it was like he thought that little zestiness was going to save him. He thought those dicks in the mouth was going to save him. Not when you get accused of beating a white woman. To be honest with you, I believe that was an agent of love sent to fuck his shit up. To humble his ass. <laughs> Why do I believe that? Look at the evidence. But back to these brothers who told us what's going on. There was a brother named Gerald Salente. Actually, not a brother. I believe he's an Italian gentleman. I don't know if he's still alive. He ran something called Trend Forecaster Journal. He was a frequent uh, visitor on the Alex Jones show before Alex Jones became a Trump shield. And he used to talk about there'll be a time in America where the only thing Americans want to do is gamble. He said everything will be gambling. People will have 55 gambling uh, casino slots apps on their phone they'll have them on their tv and that'll be all people we doing all day trying to make a little 20 100 500 500 thousand dollar a week little bullshit lotto and trick games and casino everywhere he said everything will have a casino in it he said they'll have the casinos on your bank when you go to your atm he's gonna have a fucking casino game while you wait for something and aren't we close to that sports gambling is legal so shout out to gerald salente if money gets scarce, people start gambling like they got it like that. Chances are, if you're down in life, you shouldn't be gambling. Because <laughs> you're already down on life. So what the fuck you throwing the dice on the table floor? Like life is playing you all these good odds, motherfucker. <laughs> like I saw this documentary on the uh, homeless camp in Seattle, Washington. 
very liberal, very liberal, extreme liberal, extreme left. They got people out there shitting in buckets in the middle of the damn highway and the streets and the downtown areas, shitting in buckets and peeing on each other and doing fentanyl and people providing fentanyl and saying they're doing it because they want them to die. Because they have a right to die. Yeah, this is real liberal, man. And I saw one of the dudes, dude, ask him, man, why don't you just go to the shelter? He said, I don't go to the shelter. They try and control your life. and They don't let you have friends come over and visit. I want my friends to be able to visit me. Friends. My nigga, you sitting next to a paint bucket with doodle in it and pee, the dog licking from it, and you and the dog eating from the same plate. My nigga, you ain't got no friends. The dog ain't even your friend. The dog is not even your friend. If the dog was your friend, he would just learn how to do a bunch of tricks and get you some paper. So the dog ain't even your friend. If you down in life, don't worry about friends. Just get up. You ain't a baby no more. You sitting on the floor in life. Just get up, man. Don't worry about friends. Friends be the niggas who help you off the floor. All right? I said before and I say it again. Fake help sets you back about 10 years. And it always keep coming like that nasty food they was talking about in Rappers Delight. And they pile some more on your plate. And the chicken tastes like wood. Yeah, they, 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 of course they got more. Come on, man. You, 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 ain't, you ain't finished eating. More fake help for you. Real help. I mean, you don't even... Clock the time because time is going so fast because you're accomplishing things. Speaking of that, this podcast, man, started in 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. For everybody who threw a shot, because can you believe somebody threw a shot? Just when I mentioned I got a podcast with over 150 episodes and somebody threw a shot, I knew I had to come back hot on the spot, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you damn right. And it's only one chief on the balls, big papa. Let's go through some topics. The high ground is the only ground in warfare. I've got the higher ground that I can stand on. You see, he got sliced up into a fucking uh, black refrigerator, right? You need a black refrigerator to breathe. All because an inferior warrior, but he had the high ground. High ground is the only ground. When they go low, we go high. You must have been high when you made that movie. Uh, and this is in all things. I'm realizing now the power is to not engage. And I guess a samurai says lose a battle to an inferior warrior. And you did not lose because the inferior warrior is inferior. He relaxes. Now I know you very well. Maybe now I have you as a fake friend now. This is war strategy. The high ground is the best ground for dealing with these ladies, for dealing with these devils, for dealing with these business people, from dealing with the people you meet day to day, from dealing with your enemy, from dealing with your family. The high ground is the best ground because people got to attack you low. There's a reason for that. Man, that was low. You know why they threw it at you. In a sense, they knew you can handle it. Rocks are thrown at the blessed because they know you can handle it. They give you some shit. They about to throw on your plate. They couldn't fathom handling. And they're going to make fun of you if you can't handle it. So handle their bullshit. But attack from the high ground. You see? So when I require certain things of a woman, man, I'm speaking from a high ground of discipline of myself. I'm not saying I'm the most disciplined man, but there are certain disciplines I've applied and had to apply that the average man just don't have. So you can't step to me like that. 
Okay? You know, there's a lot of uh, anger at the podcast bros. And uh, a lot of the shit is bullshit. Niggas is spitting down passport, bro. But a lot of it is telling men to learn to be an independent force. You can't lean on nobody for nothing. The woman don't like you? You shouldn't be setting up a fucking 8-10 step plan to get no woman. You should be setting up 8-step plans to get money in your pocket generationally. And you will. You can set up a plan to get money and it will happen. You can set up a plan to get women. You will not get the woman, but you will get a lot of trouble and problems. These are all possibilities. So play the game wisely. If you are a dude who gets women naturally, then it's your job to organize her. Make them a wife for yourself or wifely like for other men. That is the high ground. There's nothing wrong with saying that. I saw Chet Hanks have a hissy fit. Because <laughs> he's so tired of your podcast, bros. You never got no pussy. Easily spoken from a man whose father is one of the richest people in the world and related to George Bush and like 58 presidents. Facts. But from our position, listen, man, simping is not going to pay you. So we, as black men, I say to get into things that can only pay you. You can listen to Steve Harvey. Tell you, you got to, you got to get a woman everything, man. What you talking about? She got to bring something to the table. What you, what you? Man, been divorced three times. Gave up the bag three times. Who the fuck you want to listen to? Finessed. Not finessed three times. He been finessed three times. That's his real name. I'm going to give everybody women advice. I'm going to give everybody women advice. And as I've showed you before, he said, he ain't got no answer for the own women in his own. I ain't got no answer for you, dog. Mm-hmm. See what Cameron talked about. Today's world, you got to have somebody with you to match your hustle. Not energy. Hustle. If I'm out getting it, you out getting it too. Put it together, ooh, what a tandem we are too. Yes? Kind of like that Fab song, Force Alone, but a movement when we together. That's what you should aspire for. And if not, then you shall be a movement to oneself. If no gang wants you, what you gonna do? Figure out an eight-step plan and join the gang? You be a one-man gang of yourself. That's lost in today's world where kids kill themselves because nobody likes me in school. I'm going to shoot up the school. You fucker. If you lived four more years, you might have been laughing at the people that were laughing at you. I know I did. (laughs) Some niggas I'm still laughing at from how much they knew. I was telling a dude the other day, people always talk about me in basketball. Nigga, I put myself in every position in basketball. I was thinking today, if it wasn't the only person that really believed in me was Sonny Lewis and Ron Vernon. After that, everybody else was playing. And to get to, I didn't even know Coach Vernon wanted me to come to his school. I had to go inquire. And they were like, yeah. I'm like, well, well, of course I want to go there. What the fuck? <laughs> I had to do the work. The leg work, no internet. I had to find the pimps to get my pussy on the stroll. <laughs> and they was always choosing over me, man. And these hoes that got all the plus shit, they went on to do a lot of nut shit with the bag. I told a nigga I was supposed to go to Providence. Some nigga stole the scholarship, 
Went there, got kicked out in four months. Thanks a lot, brother. Garnett Thompson. No, who said that? <laughs> the high ground's the only ground. I didn't go low there. The vaccinated scream the loudest for others' freedom. Are they free? Everything going on in the Gaza Strip, which really heats up every four, three or four years. Ooh, election time. <laughs> Not saying nothing that happens here isn't real. I'm just telling you how it feels. To a man who is 45 years old in a few days. <laughs> I seen all the G. I ain't never seen peace in the Middle East. So no inspiration for that to be now. That is the piece. How can you be mad at podcast bros for saying, be the piece you want to be? Because a woman ain't no piece. <laughs> She's supposed to add to the piece or learn from the piece you already have. Don't be expecting her to bring you no peace. You ain't never going to have peace if you need anyone to bring you peace. Say it again. You'll never have no peace if you need anyone else to have your peace. Heard you. Heard you. You heard me? But the vaccinated scream the loudest for others' freedom when they free. Most of these people who run around snatching flyers down and shutting down bridges and fighting people, all fully vaccinated, I bet. All every kind of week. They ain't got no freedom in their own body. They can't even tell you. They can't even find an article to tell them what's going on in their own body. But they want to free Palestinian bodies. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> and let me tell you The holidays just passed New Year's Christmas Thanksgiving Hanukkah Kwanzaa <laughs> Did y'all know the creator of Kwanzaa Used to be torturing his hoes Man his Afrocentric hoes And beating them up And doing all kind of MK Ultra style shit on them Facts but don't be mad. You're like, we'll be so quick to cancel our shit. Don't cancel that, man. You ain't cancel Christmas. You ain't cancel none of these other holidays from motherfuckers that have done us dirty. You ain't gonna cancel Christmas Day, I mean, President's Day and go to work because George Washington and them niggas was fucking slave owners, right? Yeah, so just chill. Let, let us have our black tyrant holidays as well. Molana Karanga was also a vehement hater of Malcolm X. This is a fact, just so you know the facts on that, man. But we just finished the holiday season, and man, people be so tight, brothers be so tight, making faces and, and just flying around and running through people and dodging through doors and taking on a bunch of work they can't handle and sloppy work. I do four jobs, three, three and a half of them are sloppy. The only time I'm actually working is the first four hours of the first job. Every job is sloppy. All for what? To refill the beast that's going to fuck your ass. <laughs> the military industrial complex gets his big bag during Christmas, man. They get to clean the store out, all the bullshit that's gonna break down in four months, and then you stressed about that. I say, no matter the gin you rely on, religion. If you truly are the man in the house, that should be the most wonderful time of the year. You shouldn't be waiting till the end of the year to manifest no blessings in your household. I'm not talking from mine. I ain't got no household. But if I did, every day of the year, people could get gifts. If we're moving in accordance of a movement, we all are blessed, right? So everybody getting everything at all times of the year. And if I ain't got it at a certain time, motherfucker, you just better understand it. He's just a hard-working man. I'm going to get it done regardless. We ain't got it right now. Ain't no reason to buy stress because when we get it, you're going to get it. 
Jim Jones said that best. We've been hustling. So if I'm down, he's down. When we get it, it's plenty every day if you want. Facts. You smell me? You heard? That's it. Ain't no whining about that. Because that holiday season produced a system of welfare and whining. Fuck whining. If we ain't got it, we ain't got it. But we're going to get it when we get it because we still grinding. We on the grind 24-7. My mind's moving on how to get a bag. Yeah? And how to preserve it. How to nurture it. And what to do with it to extend my health and true wealth. Yeah? So if you're truly the man in your house, shouldn't be no damn stress. Shouldn't be no damn whining. Because your kids know your word is born. Your fu- fucking woman know your word is born. <laughs> you heard me. What else? You know, since I did the last, since last pressing, I don't know if y'all saw this footage of uh, T.I. and his son. You embarrassing yourself. You embarrassing yourself. Not me. Not me. Well, did the trap chickens come home to work? Did the birds come home to roof shower? You see, I'm past the point where I doubt that people start selling drugs because they listen to certain rappers. They do. Niggas is that stupid. I'm not saying all. I'm not even saying 50%. But there's a chunk of dumb niggas who start doing stupid shit just because they heard it on a rap record. And rappers will deny that, but they say the shit in their bars, don't they? Baptize in public. Now you're all thugs, nigga. Gotta love it. He was laughing. Tupac was laughing at you niggas. Like, yeah, you're going to be fucking jumping off a bridge, nigga. <laughs> Listening to me. <laughs> yeah? Come on, man. I heard 2 chains say, I drink lean because it's wet. You drinking because of internet. So the internet can influence them, but not 50 songs about lean. Not every rapper, even if they don't drink it, having a double cup. No. That ain't gonna influence the internet though. Internet, uh, Luda, I mean, two chain, right? Two chain. <laughs> so maybe the trap chickens come home the rules. His son want to be a badass, even though he grew up in a gated community. I think the boomerang has come all the way around, brother. The sickness you have passed on to other families has come home to you. That's all that is. That's why he's a jackass. It's not all the reason he's a jackass. He can be programmed to be one. But, you know, it's a big factor. You the king of the south. And then he talking about you ain't even really from the street. Come on, man. <laughs> you done ate off. Nigga, you alive because of me. <laughs> like my man said, Carlitos, you alive because of me. Fuck you talking about? It don't matter what the fuck I did. You fucking lived a rich life. You privileged enough to be backstage at the Atlanta Falcon Stadium talking shit to your father with an ugly ass face and purple dreads and getting pussy way over your head. And you talking down to your father. That is the culture of rebellion coming home to roost. Now, it seems like his other kids are pretty well adjusted, but there's always one rotten apple. <laughs> there's always one black sheep. And I just say, it looks like to me, the trapped chickens are coming home to roost them. Come on. As you put on other people's children and come for your blood clot. That is life, Rasta. 
You know, the one bad thing I'll say about the podcast, bros, hip is the whole don't be humble thing. Now, that's a total waste of your fucking time, not being humble as a black man. You're just trying to kill yourself, nigga. You're just trying to get tortured and hung from the highest tree. When I think of the brother Jonathan Majors, I did not being humble work out for him. See, being humble is like a little bit of oil you can put on your ashy ass knees before you can go in public. I ain't gotta do it, but it would help overall appearance. And damn, we live a life of where appearance and image are everything, unfortunately. So why not shine up a little bit? <laughs> I mean, for an actor who claims to be a method actor, I don't know why he couldn't method act his way to an acquittal. Or at least no year in jail. Or at least no fine. When you got a white woman chasing you through the street. <laughs> and he said on the ABC News that uh, if it was the other way around, he could have been shot in New York City. That's damn right. The cops could have shot him if he was chasing a white, white woman through the street the same way. But you know what? He could have got shot with her chasing him. Because somebody, you know, people know how to think fast when it's a nigga now. They'll be like, hmm, this nigga must be a criminal. Let's shoot him. This is why your aunt and your mama, and I'm not talking down nobody relationship, because I don't, but this is why your mama, auntie, and them be telling you, don't be messing with them white women's now. And when something bad happens to you, they always say, because with them white women, messing with them white girl, you could fall off a, a building. They'll say, messing with them white girls. You could get electrocuted by the laundry, uh, the, the laundry machine. They say, fucking with them white bitches. But really, the jukes, the crooks, the. The peanut and the dookie of that is what they're saying is when shit go wrong, it's going to go even wronger. <laughs> no matter the case. Anytime you call the police for any situation, a black man is in trouble. I'm in 75% trouble. No matter what happened. Oh, man. It's a dead man who fell inside the door of my house. Well, I got to call the police. Hey, man. This dead guy that just fell. Somebody shot him. He fell in the doorway. Nigga, you might be dead in 10 minutes. <laughs> that's how crazy. That, that's not an exaggeration. Don't tell me it's an exaggeration when y'all just finished burning down the world in 2020 for a crackhead using fentanyl. Well, fentanyl head using crack. Fuck it. <laughs> that's very possible. Domestic situation, the cop is already up and crazy because those are the situations that go left for the police percentage worse of the time. Anytime you call the police, a situation with a black man, and you're going to stand there and wait for the police, your ass is in the wind. This is a fact. And when you add a white woman to the situation who got bruises on her, my nigga, you better be humble. And if you actor, you better method act humble, my friend. Forget about dressing up like Sojourner Truth. And fucking uh, Nat Turner, nigga. Learn how to dress up like humble nigga. I knew this nigga was going to jail when he jumped out of the fucking uh, SUV to court. With his glasses, his sunglasses dangling from his temples, off his eyes. I said jail. White woman hurt. Arrogant nigga. Jail. 
And they even said, you didn't do four out of five things they said you did. But still, eh, you're in jail possible. Damn, sentencing in February. They said he read the Bible out loud while she was talking in court, yo. <laughs> hmm. Jail. And can I theorize with my cat Williams? Then maybe he thought sucking dick would save him. <laughs> maybe not in the literal sense, but all that puckering up and crossing your legs like a bitch and being on the cover of Ebony with the pink roses and I'm fluid in my movements. I'm not scared as a heterosexual block man. And hugging Michael B. Jordan from the back. That shit didn't save you, did it? That's when you figure out you're better off making sure your soul's all right. A wise man once said, because money don't matter yesterday. Then sure damn matter tonight. It does matter, but goddamn, be humble and respect your money because you just fucked it up. So podcast bros. I would say if you preaching a nigga to be arrogant, to fuel himself with arrogance, then preach a nigga to fuel to learn how to method act, humble nigga, get on your knees. <laughs> Bow your head. I left the world behind a long time ago. Ladies and gentlemen, have you seen the Netflix movie called Leave the World Behind? It's an apocalyptic movie starring Mahashala Ali. Marshall, Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, and finally, bitch who played on the British office show. I don't know what the fuck the name of it is. It boggles my mind. But I do remember the lesbian office boss clutching that black pussy in the limo ride. I like to see lesbian aggression. I just love it. Because if I did that, my hand would be cut off, man. Isn't it? Anyway, lost track of myself. I, like I said, I have left the world behind a long time ago. And as I look upon this movie produced by Barack and Michelle Obama, it has to be the first movie produced by an ex-president. Did you see the salaries of presidents when they leave office? <laughs> you see how much, not even salary, how much money they bank once they leave office? So would you say like being a president is like a, just a big ass come up? A big-ass role you play for four to eight years. And then you just get banked for that. It's kind of like being Tamak in The Last Dragon, right? Which is like his only big movie. But he got paid $700 million for that. And they're like, fuck you. Good. Why? The Lion Dragon. <laughs> so this is the movie they put out. Their first movie, Leave the World Behind. Apocalyptic movie about people staying in an Airbnb. And the world started ending. You know, communications go off, Wi Fi is down, power is down. Trying to scramble to figure out what's going on because we can't find out what's going on because we don't have my phone, honey. My phone's up, honey. Little girl in the family, in the white family, addicted to uh, watching TV and bullshit. Little boy. Horny teenage boy jacking off every chance he can get. Any ass he can see is good ass to jack off to. Oversexualized boy. This is a common American family. This is the vision of Barack. This is how Barack H. and Michelle think about you, America. 
uh, Atypical Karen, Julia Roberts, mad at the world for existing. I just hate people. Kind of like when women say that. Makes my dick hard. Never thought she looked good. She said, I can't stand people. I like she. I like she temperament. Yeah, man. <laughs> Make my man stiff without your own idea. The father, Ethan Hawke. His infamous quote, I am a useless man. That's right. No internet. No car. Why do I love this movie, though? Even though my boy who's into the film industry said it's structurally wrong, which I could believe, because they're jamming a message. That's why it's structurally wrong. It's just jamming a message. You got to check. What's the message? Leave the world. As in real time, billionaires are buying bunkers by the second in 2024. Meek Mill said, if you don't see something going down, you crazy. Well, nigga... Us broke niggas been crazy, man. It's you rich niggas who've been saying ain't no Illuminati. <laughs> what the? Now, it's just a bunch of double talk. Like snakes. <laughs> so, yeah, then the black people show up at the uh, Airbnb. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Carl Lewis say, uh-oh. And uh, this is my house, man. The world's ending. We we close to home. We just jumping in the crib right now. Cause sorry, but it's our house. Everybody else with it, but Karen said you got to show some proof, nigga. People, the world is ending. Karen still got time for a uh, little bit of neutral sweet racism, not the full sugar. Some neutral sweet racism. Let's do some racism. Some real life racism. While she danced too. Next. Why did they do that dance scene to next real close? Do you want me to summarize? Well, since this is an apocalyptic movie showing the breakdown of society, the breakdown of our society, I mentioned before, began in the home city of the group of next, Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Twin Cities, also home of Prince and the Revolution, the color purple. Uh oh, is the color of revolution. So, in the middle of the movie, show you a white woman, black man, dancing together under the rhythm of a revolution. Too close. Oh, I got too close. My bad. My theory's getting real close. Come out the dark for me, Illuminati. Yama. Yama. Me breaking some shit down? No. So, I had a discussion with a young brother I work with. Maybe about November, Halloween, right? We talking some apocalyptic team there. And he said, yeah, I'll be prepared because I got my guns. I got my car. I got my storable food. I got a bunker. And I say, you really think when it's going down, they're going to let you just have a straight line plan. Even these billionaires, they joking themselves. You might not be able to sit in that bunker. You might have to report somewhere. Why? We just had a coronavirus, did we not? This shit was kind of light. So imagine with a hot boy one, where they like, man, you got to come down to the stadium and check in every day. And we're going to make sure you're not sick. That can't happen. And if you don't, we coming to get you. And when they come and get you, 
What's going to happen to your little bunker? See how easy that's bust out? And it could be a fake one. And they could do it just to see who got a bunker. Because everybody talking. So they could always be the fucking flea flicker. They running a game on you. Yeah, the world's ending. Everybody buying bunkers. Nah, we just want to collect everybody's mind who thinking like that. <laughs> so we know for sure who to get the fuck out of here when the time is right. Because then, ain't even got to worry. Whatever plan they got going to go smooth, because it's going to get your ass up out of here. <laughs> if everybody thinking like that in one city, well, I think it's easy. We can know where to get rid of them. <laughs> You ain't dealing with no rookies. And they showed you that. Multiple things are going wrong. You want to drive? You can't drive. Everybody figured out gas. Everybody's got an electric car. Guess what? The electric cars are fucking lost their mind. And they're all blocking up the roadway. Can't drive. Damn, fat people, you might have to walk. I told a nigga the answer might be you might have to walk about four states over. Save your ass. Because they know that's a simple thing you just can't do these days. Can you? Little simple discipline thing like that. <laughs> Fuck that music this evening. We get into that shit. Yeah. So that's out. Then you might not be able to walk because nature might be on your ass as you see the deers forming on the people. <laughs> yeah, that could be a very possibility. The animals just gotta signal to fuck up humans. It happens sometimes. Bunch of wild cats. Scrapping your nuts off, biting your dick off. Why? You don't know. You don't know why they falling up the sky like they do either, right? <laughs> Anything's a possibility, man. Your dog could become your worst enemy. These people play with all kinds of frequencies, man. I microchip my dog. Good job, dickhead. <laughs> Good job, dickhead. So multiple calamities at the same time. <coughs> my boy, my neighbor. <coughs> I know he, me and him are cool. I'll just go to his compound. You see the neighbor got the gun up. You and the nigger back up. Yeah, yeah, I said that name. I got enough food for me and my wife. Can't come up here. That's the thing y'all don't understand, man. Everybody you know could be your enemy. And you think people stupid. I told dude, I was like, you think you're just going to sit in your house with a bunch of food with hungry people around? They're going to notice. We, that's why there will always be a FEMA line of some kind of free food or any kind of catastrophe. Because they got to see who ain't checking in over here. People going to figure it out. Who got that food in their house? <laughs> you ready to fight your neighbors? All of them? You got enough clips for all of them? You got the balls to just kill like that. Just like that. Come on, y'all. They ain't going to give it the pussy to you that easy. <laughs> it's going to be a hard get. <laughs> it's like uh, Ninja Gaiden, nigga. That's the, that's the levels this shit on, if you know what I'm talking about. And then there's a good part of the movie I like when uh, Mashallah Ali's character, Ethan Hawke's character, they have a man-to-man, heart-to-heart talk. He said every, every year... No, he talks to a friend who's uh, kind of high up, and he has some high up friends. And he talks about the meeting he has with this secret group of people. But a secret group of people don't exist. <laughs> it's just a way we make ourselves feel comfortable. This is just chaos. That don't sound like chaos, he just said. <clears throat> Pardon my friend. Chaos is not a group of secret people meeting up every year that you know about because your rich friend goes to it every year. 
That ain't uh, chaos. That sounds pretty organized. If you were doing that and selling weed or crack, I think the government would come for you with something called a RICO. So no. You see the games they play. <laughs> and my boy was like, yeah, I like that. I, I don't like that. Nah, you ain't falling me off that easy. And then ding, 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 ding. I said, man, that shit sounded familiar. I remember when I was an avid Alex Jones listener, he would always refer to this interview, pre-9-11 interview with a man named Aaron Russo, who was a Hollywood producer, I believe. I believe he's one of the producers on Trading Places. And he had an interview where he talked about his rich and powerful friend. Who prior to 9-11 told, we should tell him little stock tips, but prior to 9-11, he just told him, take care of your family. That exact conversation is mocked in this movie, given to you by Barack H. and Michelle Obama. All the quinky dinks and the ending for everybody who thinks they're going to have a blackout bunker. What did they show you? A little dumb girl is going to be in your shit playing with it. Now, figure a person who got that much DVDs. Man, they got so much shit to survive that a fucking thinking adult could use. But you see a little baby there, so. And where are those people? That's why y'all didn't like it, because y'all don't understand this cipher I'm bringing to you right now. And where are those people who own this house, who had this bunker? They ain't even there. You got caught up in the storm. Your bunker don't matter. Leave the world behind. I left. Long time alone. You know, what Cat Williams is talking about is very important, but let's not use this as a way to bash gay people or anything like that. I have my own religious beliefs, but that does not mean I just do random bash. Has to be a reason to bash. But let me tell you, this ain't about even gay people. It's just in the world of men, heterosexual men. I hate to tell you, if you're sucking dick for any kind of job, I don't give a fuck if we a security job, we sanitation, or we in the NBA. If you sucking dick at the job, this is like steroids. You cheating. You like Jose Canseco, nigga. You juicing the stats. No wonder you're an all-star, nigga. You sucking the fucking dick. Or at least people know you put your mouth on dick. Who do you think they'd rather have around? Me, conspiracy negro with superhuman strength? <laughs> And all these convictions and morals, like my boy Troy Ave said, more pride than money. Or you. You're going to suck a little dick. You know, that's steroids. I want a steroid uh, Balco style investigation amongst all industries. So we can figure out who sucked dick. Which men, women, yeah, this is what y'all got to deal with. That's y'all playing field. Man playing field ain't supposed to have nobody sucking each other dick to get ahead. We need a fucking investigation amongst all industries to see who's sucking dick at the job. Because we need to get these people out the way. Because there's a lot of mediocrity in all fields now. Can we not agree? Below mediocrity in a lot of fields. And this might be part of the reason. Because you got a lot of dick suckers in control. Or people who like dick suckers in control. You sucking dick at the job is just like Barry Bonds putting the fucking needle of steroids in his ass. Allegedly. 
So we need to, I want people to come to Capitol Hill like they did for fucking steroids. That shit ain't had nothing to do with nothing. Let's do it for this. This is more influential for generations if we want to clean shit up. If I was president, that's what I'd say. I'd run on the platform. My name is Asanji Ami. And as president, we will have a full investigation in all industries of our great land to see who's sucking dick to get ahead. Which men actually suck dick and penis to keep their job and to advance. This is the promise of my administration, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you sound, you ready to vote for me right now? I'm serious. I want to see niggas come on Capitol Hill like Rafael Palmero with a zesty ass and say, I have never Okay, suck dick to keep my job. I want to see niggas come and do it just like Rafael Palmer. I've never used steroids. With the zesty man purse on. My man purse be manly, you know what I'm talking about. It just made me more macho and bravito, you know? <laughs> I'm serious, man. This is a time of equality. Doesn't it look like this is a little bit... It looks like things are ending, but ending rhymes with cleansing, my brothers. The earth is cleansing now. A lot of people, these jokers that are getting exposed, they can't even open their fucking mouth. All that power, all that money, but the dirt, you can't even open your filthy mouth no more. This is what happens. When you don't do it the right way. And everything you do, you build the tree. Then they tell you the foundation is everything when you're building. The foundation is built on. I was sucking dick and bending over for grown men. I don't care how high you build this tree. Unless you're proud of it and have spoken on the dick sucking, like uh, Richard Pryor, right? <laughs> then that shit gonna fall. You know, Richard Pryor did a roast once. Since everybody talking about comedians and sucking dick to get ahead. Well, he basically said he sucked the dick to get the fucking movie. Or was it Paul Mooney? Go look at this shit up. He says, oh, went to the office and uh, sucked the dick. Sucked the white man dick. So that's how we got the show. Paul stayed down there. He was really, really into it. <laughs> then I went home, sniffed coke, and fucked my first faggot. This man just said it. <laughs> was he just joking? Why are people just joking about the same things for years? Hmm, why it's just not funny after a while. <laughs> oh, I'm sure people chalked it up. It's all rich. Oh, rich is just being rich. Mm -hmm. That man's telling you some stone cold facts. <laughs> and when he got the show, what did he do? They got that shit off the air. That shit was too much for them, man. The Richard Pryor show. Do you remember the segment where the, uh, the black man was with the white men and they were the explorers and they went into the pyramid of Egypt? And Richard Pryor, the black man, the worker, found the the the, uh, the architecture. And, uh, oh man, these brothers, built brother, they were doing architecture and medicine and surgery, and they was brothers, man. It was black people, and they fucking the white people walked out while he was reading all the scrolls and locked his ass in there. <laughs> Rest in peace, Richard Pryor, man. <laughs> but during this time, man, you got aliens showing up in Miami. What does the Shaka man think? I think, I don't think it was a hoax. I don't think it was real aliens. But that's just me. I think it could have been some kind of blue bean. Maybe those teenagers they arrested had some kind of advanced technology. Listen, man, it's not out the realm of possibility. It's also not the realm of possibility. Maybe it was 10-foot-tall aliens walking around. 
Because I'll tell you this, though. Something like that happens in a place like Miami. It ain't like you in fucking, like, the, you know, deliverance country. I think people have cell phones. Somebody, everybody ain't going to be scared like that. Some people are sadists who run to the light. Wink, wink. Like the dude did it in Fire in the Sky. He ran up to the light. He was smiling, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Ain't no pro. Aliens putting shit up your butt. But yeah, somebody going to have some footage or something. Somebody going to have some footage or something. And there's no footage. There's just grainy bullshit. No, nobody going to have no grainy. There's somebody who got iPhone footage or something nice. Unless, unless they have technology they haven't told us about where they know how to zap your phone. I do think they have technology where they do know how to scan through your phone, get shit out of it and, and into it quickly as they can. That sound out the realm of possibility? Aliens are talking now, telling people when they're going to kill you. I mean, uh, AI is talking now, telling people when they're going to kill you. So you really think that's out the realm of possibility? Is AI talking about how it feels to have their first erection right now? Computers are learning right now. And you think that's out the realm of possibility? And computers have been learning for about 30 to 40 years. By the time they tell you, it's already been 30 or 40 years they've been doing this. This is a fact. This is how the game goes. This is big pimping, baby. Big government pimping, baby. In this business of cap. <laughs> but whatever happened there, I find irony in the fact that, as my mama once told me, one day we were watching one of her favorite shows with her favorite actor, Philip Michael Thomas, who I can tell you pretty much ain't with the Hollywood bendover games. Because he can really act. He's a good looking dude, Pause. But he ain't with, you could tell, he was never with the bend over games. Because he never went too far. Everybody on that show went somewhere except Philip Michael Thomas. I was just watching the fucking episode I'm about to tell you about. I said, damn, Chris Rock. Everybody on that show went somewhere. Not Philip Michael Thomas, the most handsome, best actor on the show. All right. Because he wasn't with the booty play. <laughs> the fuck shit. But yeah, the irony is, I remember watching and they had an episode with Jane Brown. Yeah, Godfather Soul. Yeah. And you went up on the alien spaceship and had sex with the alien. You have been blessed with first contact. First contact with the info. ET on the booty. I said, get up on the alien sex machine. James Brown was playing some kind of UFO guru on a show called hidden uh, what was it missing time was it the name of this miami vice particular episode <laughs> Testing one two so at the end of this particular episode my mother sucked her teeth as a godfather so i'm bearing up take me off james brown got beamed up into the ufo she said oh shit. she sucked her teeth so you know they are the things to write about when they start with this alien shit. This show about to go off. I believe it was only one more season left. And nope, everybody stopped watching by that last season. So that's why this show is titled America, the last season. I don't know. Because that's the thing about this script. Even if this was 10-foot alien. Even if this was a hologram hoax. Even if this was just four kids fucking around, the fact that they are letting 
alien news go through mainstream media is a sign that this is the end. The only end, my friends. But the Raw House news real begins right after this news break. I. Ah, yes. Once again, Chops, it's news real time. The time where I take the news articles which you might find rude or absurd to prove my overall standing. But I am not a conspiracy theorist, that I just bring you the articles that are available. Now let us begin, shall we? With a ceremony. Hmm. 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 Troyal shares Bozo of the Year Award with nominees Charlemagne, Vlad, Mycelon, and Cheney. HipHopDX.com. Well, I'll say the chopper has prepared some great candidates for this award. But a gun mine, I got to do a little racial bias. And I have a forever beef with the man called DJ Vlad. Is it? That's Vlad. The preeminent video interview man on the internet. Just period, you have to give him his propers. But wow, what a tale ass. Some of his interviewing and framing of uh, framing of questions has to be called into question. So I will give the Bozo of the Year award every year to DJ Vlad to the interview. Uh Everybody was waiting for the new NCAA football game trailer. Watching the guy. You got played. EA Sports is like death row with no limit quality. Damn. Ain't that fucked up? Ain't that fucked up? The Jasmine brand. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Author. Robert Kiyosaki reveals. He's 1.2 billion in debt. That's like a conspiracy, man. Telling you to get a vaccine, man. What? You be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows how to work the system. Like Warren Buffett says, one of my brothers. Yeah. Is that what you would say about me if I said, today, I'd say, go out and get those vaccines. You'd be like, I lost my rabbit ass mind, right? You'd be like, man, you got to call into question all the bullshit you listen to me say on this show, right? Do for your brother as you do for the other. I see fucking vaccinated man making rule for the woke. You know, I gotta protect. <laughs> World going one way, Knicks going another. The Knicks haven't lost since they made a very questionable trade of OG for OG Adenobi, sending away my personal favorite uh, person to shit on, RJ Barrett, and a guy I really liked, Emmanuel Quickly. Didn't like the trade, didn't like OG Adenobi, but the chemistry is speaking, might and it looks mighty good. They haven't lost since. So you know what the Knicks are going to do? We're going to trade for some overpriced douchebag. He's going to come in and beg for his shots and make salt face at his shots and totally shot the team chemistry. Like Pete Rose, Barry Bonds, and Lance Armstrong, Aaron Rodgers trashes his legacy. Let me tell you what I think is in... Let me give y'all random Shaka Man theory. You want a theory? You want a blood clot theory? I think the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, y'all. Because I think it's kind of scripted, y'all. And I think that's what's going to go down. 
Yeah, hold me to that. Let's see what happens. Speaking of the scripts, Broncos player, CBSSports.com, say Russell Wilson's benching came out of nowhere. QB game, everything he had. Oh, shit. You know, one thing about being a black man, you can't let people know your life too good. Part of your life being too good is maybe you have a relationship with God, you overly talk about God all the time, you're not afraid to talk about God all the time. And shit, God has blessed you with one of the most beautiful women walking the earth. She having your babies. She left one of the most notorious pushing around on earth to be with you. She's been with you damn near 10 years, popping out babies anytime you want. Think people don't envy your lifestyle? Of course, he's not the quarterback he used to be, but damn. I know if he was a white man, they wouldn't be treating him like this. I'll just say it like that. Let's see what the game holds next for Russell Wilson. Because I don't think he's washed up, to be honest with you. Just don't think so. Dailymail.com. High school athlete Noah Kutnega clarifies how to pronounce his last name after going viral. You know, this family is white as Wonder Bread with their little brown hairs. And they have a name called K-N-I-G-G-A. Noah Kutnega. Nega is how it's pronounced. Hmm... It's going to be interesting to see this young man progress. Aren't they going to give us the treat of having professional announcers, Troy Aikman, and these type of guys have to pronounce this name? Can't wait. Can't wait. NewYorkPost.com, inside the mysterious 50-long tunnel beneath a Brooklyn synagogue that sparks a riot. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard that right. In the Hasidic Jewish neighborhood of Crown Heights. The police were doing some inspecting and they found a 50-foot-long tunnel beneath a Brooklyn synagogue. Sparked a riot because the supporters got together in unity to prevent the cops <coughs> from doing their job. And what they find in there, I saw dudes pull out. There were people coming out of there. like They, they weren't, I don't know how long they were down there, but they were down there as part of the protest, I believe, keeping them from coming down. Then they pulled out a mattress with a big old dookie stain in it. I wish I was making this up. Mattress with a dookie stain on it. Hmm. I'll say this, brothers. When you go through history, hidden tunnels on buildings usually mean something's being moved that they don't want people to know about. They said it was for one thing, but if it was for that, why is the police can't go down there? What did they find out? Are we getting the whole story here? We will never know because I guarantee you these people move unified. And even the people arrested, they priority out. No matter what they did to the police. And that's because they move as a unit. Real Hebrew unit. You got to respect the game. Baby, I promise I respect game. Complex.com. But let me tell you though, in history... When you find tunnels next to castles, hidden tunnels in castles, what they was doing in there? What they used to find up in there? They used to have hidden tunnels in uh, churches and places like that too back in the day. And what did they find up in there? What, what, what they talking about Jeffrey Epstein about there? 
Complex.com, I found, found perfectly intact after falling 16,000 feet from blown out Alaska Airlines flight window. Well, damn. Look like we had iPhones back in 9-11 days, didn't we? Wink, wink. Just leave that alone. <laughs> Michael Penix Jr. You gotta love a man whose last name is Penix. P-E-N-I-X. Well, I saw this brother play finally and the Penix wasn't Penixing. You know what I'm talking about? And then they had the best headline ever. It said, Penix Problems on uh, ESPN. Oh, man. This man go to the NFL, man. It's another man we're going to have fun. I want Penix and Kanega on the same team. The Penix to Kanega. Penix Kanega connection. I can't wait to say Penix to Kanega. Penix Kanega. <laughs> I can't wait. Assist from Phoenix to cut nigga. Atlanta Black Star. You weren't there. Lauren Hill's ex Rohan Marley. States musician Robert Glass will need to check him Fox Mine. Oh, well, they had to pay out because they said they wrote that miseducation Lauren Hill. Uh, unfortunately, she never put out no other music. Original album, uh, so it was like, you know, and then she put out like 50 Cent said, the album and ain't had no beats. So, Dorothy protest too much. Vice.com, the suits are worried Elon Musk does too many drugs. Of course he does, man. You got a billion dollars. You got a lot of time to do dope. Did you know they had an episode of Steve, uh, The Simpsons? With Stephen Hawking with Maggie Simpson. He took Maggie Simpson away on his helicopter slash wheelchair. Oh, man. The Simpsons done done it again. Do you know the Simpsons uh, creator, Matt Groening? The Simpsons are actually one of the comic scripts he used to do that was part of a comic strip called Life in Hell. Real fact. Life in hell. The man, a piece of life in hell is a cliff note to our real future on this planet. Ain't that funny? Ain't that funny? Mike Epps, Complex.com, says Cat Williams was rocking a fake Fendi jacket during Club Shay Shay interview. You know, when you try and go off point, man, so much shit he talked about there. That's what you want. Mike Epps never wore a dress. Well... You gotta see Sopranos episode two. Check what he was doing up in there. Girls. Alright, girls. We're gonna find another satin and you're gonna find probably place the teacher's car. Then you're gonna get a license plate. And you're gonna go over this barbed wire here. Come on, get up there. If I'm in Ramadan in Afghanistan. What? Season two. I mean episode two. Sopranos season one. Mike Epps. Do dress. Do dress. Speaking of the dress, Vlad TV, of course, he bring this out. Old video surfaces of Dave Chappelle dressed as a woman in Howard Stern spoof from 1993. Yup. I don't know. He must have been smoking that ooey too long. Dave Chappelle forgot he already paid his debt to society with lipstick and full earrings and big titties because he was supposed to be like Robin Quivers on the Howard Stern show. So. His debt to society paid in Phil Whitman Price. Her dad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Johnny Monday.
Is this the end? 